Hey, girlfriends, welcome to Married and Having Fun. I'm Kathy. I'm 46. I have four children and have been married for 25 years. Woo! I'm Jacynthia, 34, married for six years with three awesome little kiddos. We've been friends for 11 years. On this show, we're talking all things marriage and everything in between. If you know what I mean. Pull up a chair, sit back and relax. This is Married and Having Fun. Well, hello, hello. It's been a long time, but welcome. This is a very special edition might go on for a few episodes, but this edition of Married and Having Fun is called Baby Moon Conversations. And I want to welcome my husband, Ian Bailey. This is JC, by the way. <laughs> hey, Hello. Honey. I'm happy to be your husband and on this fine podcast talking about baby moons. <laughs> We're not talking about babies mooning people. No. Because that would be inappropriate. <laughs> the funny thing is, we just had a baby moon, and we're going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, kids don't, well, yeah, our kids don't know what a baby moon was. So no, maybe our listeners don't. You didn't know what a baby moon was. I'm just telling you, our six-year-old didn't know what, a, you might have six-year-old listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to be listening to this okay. podcast. But here's the deal. If you've never heard of a baby moon, it's a vacation that you take while you're pregnant, before the baby comes, just to take time with you and your spouse and connect and whatever else you want to do. It's just like a little vacation before the baby comes. Isn't that cool? Yes. It was was like a honeymoon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This might not... This. I don't know. We might need to have more kids just to have baby moons. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. We kind of had like an accidental baby moon because Mm. we had a trip, a retreat that was planned Mm -hmm. um, by Duke Divinity. Mm -hmm. And that was supposed to happen in January. Right. It got canceled Mm -hmm. due to the pandemic. Yeah, Omicron (laughs) was... Spiking. Yeah, and so they rescheduled, and I tell you, it couldn't have been at the perfect time. Like, I feel like it got rescheduled just for us. Yeah, it couldn't have been at a more perfect time because it was at Kiowa Island in the, in May at the beach versus January <laughs> of the same year. Right. Yeah, and Kiowa Island is right outside of Charleston. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. Mm. Like, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I saw Bill Clinton biking. <laughs> I think I did. He really thinks he did. Um, you got to go golfing. Well, let, let's back up. All right. Um. So, here's the thing. This is why it was perfect timing for us. We are always on the go, always doing things, so busy. Well, and you have a full-time job at Cisco, and you mm-hmm. have other side commitments, mm-hmm. one of which is perhaps your major commitment, but it's um, it's a ministry, and I'm in full-time ministry, 
and we're also full-time parents, and we have very little time for each other, sadly. Okay. You're going to edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> so, we all need, of that. We need, mm-hmm. we, it, it, maybe just to start off the entire podcast to say, make time for you and your spouse if you're busy like us. Yeah, well, we always state that on here and in our little group that we have on Facebook. But for me, the reason why I feel like this was so special, okay, is that we just, we've just led a marriage retreat Hmm. and a lot of the things that we were discussing and talking about at the marriage retreat, like, yes, we got blessed but we were also the host. So it was like... We were feeling and not really being filled into. Right. So um, one, I feel like the main concept of what we were teaching at the marriage retreat, going back to the Garden of Eden, looking at your individual relationships with God, and then coming together to walk in the garden, like we experienced that literally. What, this past week? This week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, on our baby moon. Absolutely. And In- it wasn't incredible. planned. It wasn't planned. It wasn't... I mean, I mean, like... We had hoped to have time like that together. <clears throat> yeah, but I really wasn't thinking about it, I'll be honest. Like, I was just like, you had this retreat. <laughs> I was going to hang out. Like, I was like, yeah, we'll do something together. But you had plans and stuff during the day. Yeah, I had commitments. Yeah, so it just really... What was beautiful about it was we both had time apart in that spiritual aspect. Mm -hmm. And then we would come together and it was almost like because we were spending our individual time with God. Yeah. We were able to see each other clearly and like there were no interruptions. Can I say to the event that I was attending with Duke University um, if you're unfamiliar, Duke is a uh, private school. They have a school of theological studies. And this was with that group. That's where I graduated from. And it was kind of like a continuing ed, continuing education program. But it's called Wind in Your Sails. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. And in one of the private sessions I was a part of, <clears throat> they were asking us where God kind of had been showing up. And without giving this much thought, I was reflecting back to some of the things that have been discussed on this podcast and about how my wife has gone through a transfiguration through the pandemic. Like there was a point in time where we loved each other and we were uh, doing our best like every couple was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for everyone. And But it was also very stressful and my wife had this moment where she just became a new person from just drawing closer to God, slowing down and having this uh, isolation, a quarantine, if you will, with God. So much so that, that, that she made a huge decision for our family that really blessed our family. I won't get into all of that, but... I've been waiting for her to kind of get there 
to where I kind of was. And the metaphor that I used was as we were at on the wind in your sales retreat, like she had finally got up to where I was, but she passed me. You were so far, um, uh, so in tune with God that like you left me in the dust and I was like, come back. (laughs) And so as I was getting my wind in my sails, I was able to catch up with you. So I will say that that was like the vision that came to you when the question was asked, right? Mm -hmm. So it was almost like, it was really cool because you were having that time alone to have that realization Mm -hmm. and we had been kind of going through like this push and pull in our relationship and we couldn't really put our finger on why and then like it was almost like tug of war yeah and then and like why is my wife stronger than me (laughs) (laughs) keep getting drugged but like you were able, like, your heart was open. You didn't have any distractions. And, like, God just gave you the answer. Like, boom. Here's what's going on in your marriage. Right. Your wife has surpassed you <laughs> in terms of spirituality. And the, it's time to catch up. Mm. And I just, it, it, there was this moment. Can I just share this? Yeah. There was this moment where they said, we want you to take an hour and just have solitude with God. And I was like, okay. Um, And they had just prayed this prayer by Thomas Merton that said, Lord, if I'm not doing your will, forgive me. But I believe that even though I'm not doing your will, yet I am desiring to, you find pleasure in that. And that wrecked me, (laughs) y'all. That allowed me in my hour of solitude to kind of go into this space with God to be like, okay, my wife's theology is different my wife's practice of the faith is different but i'm going to try and pray the way she prays i'm going to try and love god the way she loves god and i'm going to go through go to this innocently knowing that even if it's wrong or even if it's not the will of god god appreciates my effort Mm -hmm. and it was just an amazing time um pursuing god and as I'm just walking on the beach, thinking about this prayer, about even if I'm not doing things the right way, I know that God takes pleasure in me trying to do the will of God the right way, <laughs> even if it's the wrong way, right? And so I'm just having this moment of like experiencing God's love for an hour, just walking on the beach. And... uh you know, a mutual friend of ours who's actually a pretty big, well-known pastor called me. Uh, that's a, a, a friend of my wife's, really. And oh, he was one of the speakers at the marriage retreat. And he was he, he's well-known. Uh, he's got a very big ministry. And anyway, he, he calls me just randomly and just started just talking about how what me and my wife is, is doing is just so powerful for the kingdom and it was just so affirming all this just to say that like i caught the wind that got me up to the place where my wife was where she had surpassed me in just this pursuit of god she had a stronger pursuit of god and had surpassed me and 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 this was the moment where i just kind of caught up to her now 
honey, I've talked a lot, but maybe you chime in and explain what that did for our marriage and our love between one another. Well, it was really interesting because while you were out on the beach for that hour, having that time, I was actually out on the beach as well, but we were just in different spots and God was ministering to me. And right before... We're like Gilligan's Island out there. I know. Two lovebirds (laughs) looking for each other. And right before we went on this little baby moon, um, we literally... I was praying and I was just asking God about like that. What is in me that is causing like the riffraff (laughs) in our relationship sometimes. Mm -hmm. And God was just like, yeah, you don't respect your husband. (laughs) And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the more I sat with that, uh, I was just so convicted and I actually happened to be watching something that Friday night. So this is like two days before we went How on the trip. How long were on the beach? Oh. No, this is two days before we went on the trip. Just walking on the beach for three days and three <laughs> nights. <laughs> and I ha- heard a speaker, of uh, a friend of mine, she said, um, you know, submission to husbands is really, it's not what we think, it's it's having holding them in high esteem respecting them honoring them and i was like uh i'm not showing like i'm not holding like i hold god in high esteem but i'm not holding you as my husband in high esteem and so i really began to ask the lord to help me unpack that and unfold it and for me i think a lot of it was just like i always felt like you don't you're not understanding me and so it was just like a struggle. And I know a lot of women deal with that. And a lot of women use language like, you know, you don't love me or, you know, that's the things that we feel. But I know that deep in your heart, that's not how you feel. It's just that was what was being communicated to me because I needed something different. So all that to say. It makes you so sad. <laughs> for all that to say is God was ministering to you. Mm-hmm. He, he was ministering to me. And then when we came back together and we like met over lunch and you were just telling me about your experiences, it was all of a sudden I felt like you really saw me. Like you really, like your eyes were open and you were just like, you have put yourself in my shoes. I don't even know like how to explain it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all I know is that only God could have done it. And it took me just right back to the marriage retreat of what we were teaching. Like to stop, get your own relationship, focus in on your own relationship with Christ. What do you need to be talking to him about in the garden? Like, God designed us to have relationship with him. He wanted to walk with us in the garden. Mm -hmm. And I think that we, sometimes we feel like we got it all figured out and we're just going about our way and we're upset because we're like, oh, I'm doing my best. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But what we really could be doing is much simpler than what we are doing. So it was just Mm -hmm. like, I know I'm saying all these things and I'm going to be talking in circles, but 
I know um, people people are listening to this like, okay, love birds, get a room. <laughs> but it's really just that the way you looked into my eyes though after we had met up after God had been ministering to us that morning, after we had been wandering around the beach looking for one another. (laughs) But we were spiritually. Yeah. The way our eyes locked and our souls linked through the Holy Spirit was just, it was no longer a a baby moon. It was a honeymoon. Mm -hmm. It was a honeymoon. Yeah. And that's that's an experience I don't ever come down from. I know. I'm just, um, uh, I, I think that we forget that God designed marriage. And if we seek him, the answers are in him. And like loving him and having a true relationship with him is the only way to really be great at marriage. And I, Mm. I am a firm believer that when you really have a genuine encounter with God, it changes you. Mm. Um, and so some of the questions that we had at the marriage retreat for the couples, um, One of the questions was, what would your Garden of Eden mean to you? So you're in the Garden of Eden, this place that God created, knowing that he wants to have relationship with you. Like, what are the things that you notice about the garden? It provides. Oh, yeah. Everything's provided for in the garden. For me... I have to work so hard. mm. We have to toil in the soil as a result of sin. Yeah. We have to raise our food. We have to wait in the rain. We have to wait for the seasons. But, And that's part of what I was trying to do before that mountaintop, before that beach experience with God. It was like I was just trying to love you more. Mm -hmm. And all I needed to do was love God more and just trust that God loved me, even if I was failing in doing God's will. Yeah. God was pleased with my efforts and just feeling that love helped me feel yours. And that's the thing that, like, you didn't even know that you were missing. Hmm. And Well, I just kept trying to love more, love you more, love you more. And it's exhausting, right? I was trying to fill the Garden of Eden with <laughs> Ian fruits. <laughs> and like, I don't want them nasty fruits. <laughs> It's exhausting and I, I'm just, I know there are so many couples out there right now and you feel like you might be just spinning your wheels, spinning your wheels, trying, trying to make it work and nothing's working. And this formula of pursuing God, when you spend time with him in the garden, I love how you said everything's provided for, for me, when I spend time with him in the garden, you know, I feel seen, I feel loved, (laughs) I feel peace. And when you feel those things, you can pour it out on those around you. Can I say something to that? Yeah. It's kind of funny, but like 
you said, I feel seen and what was happening in the garden. Adam and Eve were there. Yeah. And were they clothed? No. You no. Know, and so when you said, I feel seen, I just thought about you naked. I'm like, I don't want nobody to see you naked. But God made you. <laughs> God sees us even when we're naked yeah. and showering. And it's that's kind of a creepy feeling. But it's if you like really flesh that thing out, no pun intended. That was funny. Uh, but but that is God. That is God. Uh, that's like a parent. Yeah, but I just got this revelation as you were talking. Like, they were unclothed. They were naked before God, unashamed. And that's how we should be in our marriages. In our marriages, yeah. Like, we should feel seen. We should feel like we shouldn't have to hide ourselves. And I guarantee and, you, like, 99% of people are not trying to be seen. I know. And we were having this conversation on the way home. I, like, you, I, don't, I don't even know if I want to be seen by God naked. Because there's things that I'm embarrassed of. But, but God loves all of us. He does. And that's the beautiful thing for me is like when I come to him and he loves on me. Yeah. I am like, I'm more like, you know, I it's totally don't to deserve it. But he's pouring it out. And it's like, that's what he wants us to do for our spouses, too. Even mm. though they don't deserve it, deserve mm. what, you know, that love sometimes we, he wants us to pour it out because he pours it out on us. So you're right. But it's exhausting. You said earlier, it's when exhausting you're trying to, do to provide it your... for the Garden of Eden. Yeah. You're trying to do it. You're trying to do all the loving. Um, and I, I hate that I just missed, interrupted you twice here. <laughs> it's okay. But you were talking about on the ride in. Yes. You talking about something. You gonna... Yeah, so you were telling me you, you took a phone call, and when you got off yeah. the phone, you were like, oh my gosh, in a normal situation, like before we just had this experience, I wouldn't have wanted to take this call in front of you because I would have I would have felt like you felt like it was a waste of time and I shouldn't be doing it. Mm. And he was. you said, I was really walking on eggshells. Before we had the experience that we had this week, you know, with our baby moon. Mm -hmm. And I just felt, I was like, I'm so sorry, you know, that I ever made you feel that way. I totally understood what you were saying. And it just made me apologize. And it also made me see the beauty and what the experience that we've just had. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it for a second, because we have two different kinds of ministries. Mm hmm. I serve at a more traditional institutional church, um, and you come from that background, but you kind of lead a church in many regards that is not your normal institutionalized church. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, the community listening to this and posting about it in the Facebook group, like mm -hmm. that's a church. That is a community of faith drawn together by people primarily women this is a women's podcast for people that are trying to draw closer to god and closer to their spouse mm -hmm. that's a church mm -hmm. but y'all don't have a sanctuary y'all don't have a <laughs> choir i mean and so anyway when i pursue things that that i feel god calling me to do in my own church setting it may not think it may, it may not click in your mind as like mm -hmm. oh this is valuable mm -hmm. and Likewise, uh, uh, in the reverse, you too kind of felt like you were walking on eggshells, kind of with some of the things you, you've done. Like, yeah, well, uh, I felt like I wanted to put on clothes in the garden. 
Wow. I'm sorry. And the garden, like for me, I'm like, as we think about this question, before we had our experience uh, with uh, that God took us through on the baby moon, you know, I kind of felt like the garden was didn't have a lot of beauty in it. Like when I think about the Garden of Eden, I think of, you know, beautiful flowers that smell just divine and that the grass is just <laughs> like, I mean, just and these streams of water just flowing like pretty much like even better than Kiowa Island. <laughs> like I, that's how I that imagine That place it. was pretty great. But um, <laughs> when you are in the garden and you feel like you got to go hide and put clothes on you know it's not a great place to be you can you don't have time to stop and take in the scenery or the beauty and the flowers and you know take it all in because you're too worried about putting on the clothes and hiding Mm. (laughs) you know or being something that you that you're not and I just, I feel like so many marriages, sometimes you are in a marriage and you are being something that you're not. Well, you see what your spouse likes. You see what they don't like. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a doer like you, like, like, like I am, you try to create an environment that is safe for your spouse mm-hmm. so that they can be happy. But it eventually takes a toll on you. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But I just want to say that, like, transformation happened for us and our relationship this weekend. And the only way to describe it is we had an encounter with God. Yeah. 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 God walked with us in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And I'm going to tell you, it led to the best sex ever. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. God is the creator of sex, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't kiss and tell, but I'm not going to disagree with what you said. If you would like uh, the worksheet... From that I had for the couples at the marriage retreat, you can DM us uh, on Instagram or you can, um, if you're in our Facebook group, ladies, you can request it. But I want to throw out one more question that was on our goal worksheet for the couples from our In Touch Marriage Retreat. And um, this question is, and it's so simple, it says, why did God place you together? Why did God place you together? And I think sometimes we get married, we get rolling and years go by, we get busy, we're having kids, doing all the things and we forget what was the reason that we were brought together in the first place. And believe me, there is no mistake of that you don't have a a purpose and a plan and your spouse usually kind of goes along with that um, because God designed marriage. And so that is a question, two questions here. The first one that we uh, shared was what would your garden of Eden mean to you? What would it look like? 
uh, what would it feel like? And then the second question was, what did God place? Why? I'm sorry. Why did God place you together? I want to just encourage couples to hang in there, to rely on God and um, have relationship with him so that you can love your spouse better in a free, in a freer way, a, a not so um, <laughs> what you will. Let's go back to that question that you asked. Yeah. Because you repeated the one from the, from from earlier, but the, I believe the question was why did God put us put us together, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you Oh, so you were saying how do you determine that? That's that was you that was what you were kind of answering. Well, I was saying that each of us have a purpose. Okay. And so exploring that. God designed marriage so he put you together for a reason. Yeah. Um We know that part of our reason is that, you know, we are from two different sides of the kingdom (laughs) to bring, to bring something together special in that way. And also we've been called to finance. We're the kingdom of God. And so we're not there yet, but we're on the journey of where God is taking us um, to do that. I will say that. That became crystal clear mm-hmm. before I cannot say it was. That became clear, crystal clear. The meaning for our marriage, why mm. God put us together, was because. You mean it became crystal clear to you while we were on the baby moon? On the baby moon. Yeah, when you had the encounter. Well, yeah, that was part of it. But mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a whole week kind of revelation that like God has us together because we're so different. Mm-hmm. But yet we're so drawn to the same God that made us. It's kind of like if you've seen the movie Best of Enemies uh, about the Durham desegregation that happened. What's the name mm-hmm. of the... Taji B. Henson? Taraji B. Henson. Taraji B. Henson. <laughs> uh, she's a great actress, but she describes it perfectly as she was on a board with a mediator that was trying to just make peace with the folks that disagreed here in Durham about desegregation. And she was like talking to a KKK head. She goes, Oh, you go to Sunday school. I go to Sunday school. Well, that's interesting. Because that way, you know that your God made me too, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but they, they both came from different worlds and different ideas of thought, and then they both kind of agreed, these two people from total different opposite polar ends, that integrated schools would be better. I know that's a ramble, but we come from two different sides of the kingdom of God, but it's still under the same king. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so good. Um, I want to leave you with this thought, and this is actually from a book. It is actually the title of a book, and the title of the book is Drum Roll. Is is, okay. Let's not go with the title of the book. I'm just going to give you the quote. Um, God's design of marriage is to make you more holy, 
not more happier. I think that's a good title of a book. It's <laughs> yeah. to write a book. It's to make you more holy, not more happier. And mm. sometimes we get so caught up in this materialistic world, you know, trying to find happiness, searching for happiness. But God is really drawing us unto himself. And I tell you, if you have a real encounter with him, yeah. You cannot stay the same. Yeah. The goal of our marriage is to, to be not more happy, but more. More holy. More holy. That is the fulfillment of our marriages. Both of us together are more closer to the image of God with which we were created, you know, with which we were created. So we draw closer to that, becoming more holy. Yeah. That's good. That's a great quote. All right, so let me say a prayer for you guys. We're coming back with another Baby Moon episode because we We're have, have a another lot. baby. <laughs> no, but we have unpacked a lot on our Baby Moon, so we got a lot to talk about, um, lots of revelations. But let me pray for the couples out there. All right. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We honor you. We glorify you. We thank you that, Father, you are drawing us unto yourself, God, that you want to encounter us in new ways, that you want us to experience you in your full totality, to go uh, into deeper understandings and deeper levels of your love for us. And God, I just pray for the listeners that listen in, um, for each marriage that rep that's represented, uh, that listens in. And I just ask God that you go into the places of their hearts, Father, tenderize their hearts toward you, Father, mm. open up their eyes to help them see their spouse in a new way. God, yes. I call forth transformation mm. like only you can. Only you can, Father. I thank you. I praise you. I magnify you. I'm looking forward to the testimonies that will come forth from marriages being blessed by mm. you. In Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Love you. Love you too, honey. Bye, guys. I love you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode... Hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep, keep having fun. fun.